go talk about a busy day when it comes to news connected to the University of Michigan, both football and basketball. Clayton Safey, who's part of the Wolverine.com team, he's standing by on the Meyer guest sign. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing well. Slow day around here, and uh, I wish I was in Florida like yourself. But, uh, yeah, right. 90 degrees. Uh, the, the, the conditions I'm being forced to work in, looking at palm trees, a Major League Baseball stadium in 90 oh. degrees. Uh, I, I don't that's, know, man, Clayton. That's fantastic. Yeah. All right. Uh, so I'm, I was here getting ready um, uh, to do the show, and actually before the start of last hour, and I, I see the, these tweets about Hunter Dickinson, and there's been fake ones earlier this week. There's been, I'm not going anywhere, rumors. Uh, so what's the latest on Hunter Dickinson and Michigan basketball? Well, yeah, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i sure you saw it about an hour ago. He entered the transfer portal. So it looks like mm. Hunter Dickinson will be uh, departing Michigan basketball. Of course, you can still come back. And Michigan would obviously honor his scholarship, but he's now the number one player in the transfer portal, according to Andre's rankings. And uh, just a brutal, brutal loss for Michigan. No way to sugarcoat that. Uh, two years of eligibility left. He entered the portal as a graduate. So, uh, you know, he looks like he'll be efficient free if he doesn't go. But he'll have no shortage of suitors. And you're already hearing rumors about Duke. You're hearing rumors about Georgetown and Maryland, which are schools that are close to where he grew up in Alexandria Michigan. So I'd expect him to go to somewhere that could win right away. Um, obviously disappointing for Michigan. And this is just kind of the new world of college basketball. I mean there's no way there's no way in heck uh, that a guy like this that gets to play all the time and is one of the top players in the Big Ten would transfer in a normal landscape but with NIL uh, and the, the one time transfer rule it's, it's a little bit surprising to think about Hunter Dickinson in another jersey, but it's not all that shocking that this is happening. Uh, we saw it with Caleb Love from North Carolina the other day, and we'll probably see it with some more guys. But this is definitely the biggest transfer that I've seen over the last few years. Yeah, but some of these guys, there's issues or something's well documented or they want more playing time or they want to go play for a better coach. Uh, when I'm looking at Hunter Dickinson, considering what I've heard from you know, your team at TheWolverine.com, what I've read, he was getting paid handsomely through NIL money, maybe the most of anybody connected to the University of Michigan sports teams. And for him to leave, and when we talk about a season where there didn't seem to be a lot of chemistry, or even Hunter at times looked like he was going through the motions. Uh, is this an indictment on Juwan Howard and the way he coaches? Is it about the chemistry uh, in that locker room, uh, off court, on court? Is it about more NIL money, or did they pull back on the NIL money? What do you think? Is it a combination of all of that? What do you think, Clayton? Yeah, so... so- I mean, it's a great question. So part of, well, I think, why this is so crazy to think about, you wouldn't have thought three, four years ago that anything like this would happen with a guy who plays a lot, loves the school, loves the coach. Um, leave. No, I mean, usually it's a guy that's not playing enough or, you know, the coach has kind of wronged him in some way or whatever. Leave. Uh, but I think it's a combination of two things, and I think you hit on both of them. What you were just talking about is one is NIL. I mean, we all know that Hunter Dickinson was making – good money at Michigan, but at the same time, their value goes way up on a free agent, which is what this is. Let's be honest, it's free agency at this point. So your value goes way up, 
he's going to get all sorts of calls. I'm sure there was tampering before he even entered the portal. Um, and that's going to be a big factor for him. A guy who, I don't know what his future is in terms of, you know, the professional ranks. I don't think he has, uh, you know, really the skill set to go to the NBA. Uh, he could stick around in the G League or, or European basketball overseas, that sort of thing. But I think he wants to make money while he can with his two remaining years of eligibility. And who knows if he'll use his last one, which is kind of the COVID year there. Uh, but it's that. And then I truly believe, uh, and this is just my opinion, obviously, but that he would stick around or be more inclined to stick around if Michigan had more coming back on its roster. They've already seen Jed Howard leave. I'd expect Toby Bufkin to, at the least, uh, explore the NBA draft, go through the combine. And, you know, I would think a guy with first-round grades probably leaves. It'd, it'd be pretty shocking if he didn't. Uh, and then beyond that, it's, it's a young team. It's an inexperienced team. They're trying to piece things together through the transfer portal, but there's just not a lot there right now. And I think Hunter Dickinson wants to win uh, and probably feels better about doing that elsewhere. So the biggest question, if you're going to lose the biggest piece to your basketball program, yes, and he's bigger than Juwan Howard, Martelli, any coach, you know, Camp Sanderson, go down the list, that in this NIL era, you want flip it and go give him a monster NIL deal and then build your team with other transfers who wanted to play because you have one of the best big men in America in Ann Arbor. This seems I know. this seems really backwards on thinking. It, it, to me, it's an indictment of Michigan basketball and where it's at right now. That's how I look at it. Or, yeah, just the NIL scene at Michigan potentially. You know, I don't know the specifics there, but... I mean, I kind of said it like they enter the portal and you become a free agent at the same time, like we saw with Michigan football. And there seemed to be more of an effort to take care of those guys, Blake Corum, all those guys that came back with the one more year fund, which is a brilliant idea, obviously. Um, you know, in places across the country trying to induce recruits. Well, Michigan said, let's just keep our, our good players around and, and build off of that. Uh, there seemed to be more of an effort on the football side. And you know, that's the thing. You need that effort to keep your current guys around because they could do whatever they want. A guy like Hunter Dickinson could literally almost call, you know, call almost any coach in the country, right, and try to play for their team. And I think that coach would have interest. So when you have somebody, that's the new age here is it's not just having the relationship with the coach, but there's got to be a coordinated effort to make sure these guys get uh, not, not even what they deserve, probably well, more, you know, way more than that because – they could go get it somewhere else. So now you got market value playing a factor there. And it, it literally is, you know, professional, almost like a professional contract type of situation where a guy decides to, you know, opt out of a last year or two and, and enter free agency or demand a trade or however you want to put it, however you want to frame it. That's kind of what this is. And yeah, I agree. I mean, this is, it, you got to have a better effort if you're Michigan at, at trying to keep these guys around. Hey, he's your centerpiece. He's the biggest name. Yeah. He's your draw. Okay, you still sell tickets. It's not free at Chrysler. There's still our TV ratings. There's gear. There's so much financially connected to basketball. You make sure you give him, the minute that season ended, if not before, that he's locked in on an NIL deal. You take care of him, and then you go grab other transfers from big schools, and you build a roster because you are caught in that gray zone of talent leaving, uh, not a lot of talent coming back. Uh, But I'm telling you right now, if I'm Juwan Howard, and you're looking at what you have coming back now, and you're going to lose Dickinson and just the image 
the image that your opposition can use that the best player on your team did not want to finish his career in a Michigan uniform. I think that's as big of a PR hit that Juwan Howard has ever taken outside of the slap uh, in Wisconsin since he's been the coach. I, I'm just flabbergasted that a school as big as Michigan couldn't find the NIL money uh, to keep him there. And, and you know what? Maybe they did because we don't know. And maybe right. he just wanted to get away from the program, Clayton. Let's just be honest. That it was the chemistry you could see. You could see the focus on Jet. Why Jace is even on that basketball team. Uh, Juwan's mismanagement of games, including the last one, Hunter, looks like he'll play in a Michigan uniform when they led by eight against Vanderbilt with a minute 30 to go, I think, was the number on the clock. And to me, this is a move where Dickinson just wanted to get the hell out of there. That's how I look at it. Yeah, I mean, I, again, I, I think NIL played a factor, but yeah, maybe did maybe people did pony up right and, and give him a big deal or whatever. But I I still think Hunter Dickinson uh, he wants that, but he also wants to win. And when you look at this roster and what they have coming back, I mean, I'm staring at it right now, and they're, I mean, it's like question mark after question mark. Uh, I like Doug McDaniel's potential at the point guard spot, but uh, even he, you know, still has a lot of growing to do. And then look at. Look at who else now has contributed on this team. I mean, there's virtually nobody has been a big-time contributor. Uh, you know, they brought in Namari Burnett, uh, who was kind of a role player for Alabama this year, out of the portal at the guard spot. I thought it was a solid addition, but you know, now that Hunter Dickinson's gone, you're not building around him and, and needing just solid additions. You need impact players now, and that's not what Michigan has. So this is a huge, huge uh, a few weeks and, and stretch coming up for Juwan Howard because they got to figure out what this roster is going to look like, um, and it's just it, it's just really too bad I think for Michigan. So you lose uh, one of your most overrated players in Jet Howard, Kobe Bufkin because of Jet in his absence I think played his way into the first round in the NBA and you lose Hunter Dickinson to the portal off a disappointing year on not making the tournament. Good luck to Jed Howard. Uh, good luck to Juwan Howard uh, digging out of this. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here on the Huge Show across Michigan as we're live down in St. Petersburg, Florida uh, with our home and away opening contest with the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in the Michigan Sports Network. Uh, before I let you go, I was inside Ferg's having lunch, you know, around 1.30 this afternoon, and, you know, Sports Center popped up, and there was Jaden Davis, QB, yeah. stud number four on the on3.com uh, list. I think, what, 26th overall in America, class of 2024. And no surprise, he picked Michigan over Clemson, North Carolina, Tennessee, and Ohio State. Yeah, big pickup for Michigan. Kind of, you know, it was kind of trending this way ever since his official visit a couple weeks ago. But uh, Michigan did a really good job here. This is one they've been hit on for a long time, but everybody was concerned. Why, why haven't they closed it yet? Well, Kirk Campbell, the new quarterback coach, has done a really good job. Uh, Jim Harbaugh also has a great relationship with them, and they were able to close. So, uh, big one here, as you said, number 26 in the country, four-star, fringe, five-star type of guy. Uh, it's actually Jim Harbaugh's highest-rated quarterback that he's landed out of high school. Shea Patterson was number one recruit, uh, but he was landed, obviously, as a transfer. So, you know, they were, they've been waiting for that next guy after J.J. McCarthy, and obviously transfers are always an option, but it's good to have one that's homegrown. 
and uh, he'll come in next fall in the 2024 class. And the biggest thing I think huge, too, is he talks about this on ESPN, but he wants to build the class and help recruit those guys. It really helps that he committed this early, and now they can go into the summer where there's so many important visits uh, saying, hey, we got an elite quarterback, come join us here. Uh, so it's, it's Michigan's in the top five right now in recruiting rankings. I'd expect them to hover around there throughout the rest of the cycle. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. Busy afternoon with the Wolverine.com team. Clayton, thank you so much. Thank you. Enjoy Florida. All right.